0: Hello, and welcome to the One Stop Co-op Shop podcast, your one stop for co-op news and reviews. This week, Jason Perez is here to entertain you with some more shelf stories.
1: Yo, my peoples, what's up? Welcome to Shelf Stories and Channel That Tells Tales from Games, Books, and Life. And also, welcome to the One Stop Co-op Shop Podcast. My name is Jason. Thank you so, so much for stopping by to this chat with friends, uh, a person that I am just meeting for the first time, but I feel like I've known him for years. I've played many, many of his games throughout uh, my gaming life. When I had the old podcast, every night is game night. I reviewed his games throughout, uh, and it is my pleasure to finally welcome him. He is the CEO and founder of Fowers Games. He designed favorites such as Burgo Brothers now boarding Paperback, Hardback, and a couple of other games of note. Uh, he is Mr. Tim Fower's hailing us, hailing from Utah. Welcome to the show, Tim.
0: Hey, thanks for having me. All
1: right. Uh, did I miss anything?
0: <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, you're good,
1: okay. <laughs> i am well thank you very much i appreciate that uh i it has been uh, it is my pleasure to have you on the show like i said i've been playing your games for a very very long time uh and so t- t- today we are going to follow up on a playthrough i did for the one-stop co-op shop a game that i was proud to back called Burger brothers 2 the casino capers and i have i played the tar out of casino brothers 1 so i wanted to take um Take this time to kind of talk about that evolution, right? So, Burger Brothers sure. One was there, made in twenty fifteen, and then the evolution happens to Burger Brothers Two, which is just delivering to Kickstarter backers uh, as we speak.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, it's interesting. Um, I mean, initially, the, I mean, from the beginning, Burger Brothers One was with the mission of being like, okay, how can this feel like a heist? You know, that you know, because there's a lot of games that you know there's there's themes and whatnot but we're like it actually came from a, another failed game that was like uh I, it was a hybrid tablet mm-hmm. board game thing i was working on and, actually, and let's, t- a let's gen- take
1: a step back and tell like just in case somebody doesn't know what burger brothers one oh, okay, is yeah. um if you've played Forbidden Island, if you're looking on the video show, you know that Forbidden yeah. Island, Forbidden Desert are sitting back here. You know, exploration, uh, pawns on tiles, and you uncover the tiles, and there's stuff happening. I, I even think yeah. you credited Matt Lee the first rule yeah. book for Burgle yeah, Brothers yeah. 1. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. Burgle Very Brothers 1. much inspired one. by,
0: you know, the four actions, special ability, right, you know, kind of kind of thing. And um, then you
1: took and you took that basic engine of exploration along tiles and then you ported it over to, as you were saying before, a heist game. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. And and there's a couple of core pieces, like figuring out that it was a multi-level game and, and what that meant. Figuring out the guard was a big piece because it was originally an app that runs the guard. And then we're like, because we, we, we were kind of frustrated with like how the weather works in In Forbidden Desert, where it's like sometimes it gets stuck in a corner and you're like, you know, you just kind of feel like it, it's kind of just luck, and so the 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 waypoint system allowed it to be to be a board, you know, to 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 be semi intelligent. Mm-hmm. Um, but but a lot of it, we came down to just that um, that drive to to for an emotion, right? That like, um, and I didn't understand the emotion that I was generating until after the fact. But 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 yeah, I was pitching this other game. I'd go to people and say, hey, you want to play Ocean's Love on the board game? And they're like, they're light up. <laughs> like there was just like this i want to play that game just right and there
1: burgle brothers t- burgle brothers is oceans 11 the board game
0: it, it, and that was yeah that was that was but but that game was not good and did not succeed mm. at, at, at that mission but it it stuck with me how much that resonated with people and that there was this very specific like itch that that needed to, to scratch and so i've talked in the past i did a, a talk at gdc a little bit about how the, the one of the core emotions of burgle bros is um, the, uh, cleverness that you feel like you're, you're outwitting this guard, you're outwitting the system, mm-hmm. you, you know, you're kind of taking it apart. Um, and, and, and that's, you know, and and so creating a system that can generate a puzzle that you can, that you can figure and, and burgle bros one was, we really found it was working when we just turned the screws enough when it comes to the pressure between running out of stealth, um, and and running out of time and, and the guard speeding up and whatnot that we turn those screws that it would force the players into a corner and they'd be like what are we going to do and then you start to think a little more laterally like oh if we go up the floor and then we go over and we use this tool and you and there's usually a moment in burgle bros where where you can just it clicks and you're like okay, okay i've got it and then you and 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 you you make it out so mm-hmm. And um, what the one
1: yeah. the core thing that I love in Berger Brothers 1 is it isn't just like a hand management thing. It's not like I take stock of my own personal resources. It's like you're uncovering tiles, and some of the tiles are bad, but some of the tiles are good. So it's like, okay, how can I use this lavatory to stop over here and let the guard pass me, and then I can keep on going? Or how can I set the alarm off over here to draw the guard away so that the other person can go into the, the stairs? And yeah. that was like, all of that, that's clever. It's all clever, but it's done also in a way that it's like, I can see it in my head, you know? Like I can I can Amen. play out. And like, so I did the playthrough through for Burger Brothers too, which we will get to, yeah. <laughs> don't worry. We'll get to the new stuff. Um, and I was, I played it up, you know? I played it up like, oh, well, there, there's the cashier. There's this, you could, you could almost see the stuff playing out. So it kind of like, it did both. You know, like on the on the imaginative end and also kind of strategic cleverness, which was, you know,
0: yeah, I, mean, and, I imagine and, and that took we, a lot of work. We will also just like the nature of stealth games is that very often there's this, it's very high stakes, right? So you need it to be high stakes. But the problem was you get caught it's over in a lot of these. And so, you you know, Splinter Cell in video games, it's like, okay, I got, I got to start over or whatever. But in this, uh, my friend Rob actually came up with this the stealth system, which is like a health system that makes it like it, it doesn't remove the stakes because every time you lose stealth you're like okay and then you can get down to the to zero um but 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 stealth has this has that 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 tension even when you're doing really well in in, in burgle bros it can keep enough tension on you that you're right. like um i don't know there's something else i was gonna say but i, I blanked
1: well, I mean, you can lose like three stealth in one go. If <laughs> especially yeah. at the at the top yeah. level, if the, the guard acts a certain way or if you get caught in like a what is it, the the lobby? I figure which one is like the one. The, oh, be-
0: the, the the foyer. Yeah. The
1: foyer, yeah. Uh yeah, you can lose like a lot of stealth. So even if you're like doing pretty good, like yeah, you're pretty healthy, it, 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 you it, can it still can turn get-
0: it can turn real fast. But then also it's not over till it's over. You can have like your everyone's out of stealth and you're not caught until you're caught. You know, so, a lot you know, you can still just hang on. Oh, another thing for imagination, I was going to say, is um, I find that people project, because we didn't want the guard, we didn't want you to be able to knock out the guard or anything. We want it to be this unstoppable force. Like, the guard is a force of nature that you have to work around. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the, the people project onto the guard a lot, because he's this kind of faceless thing.
1: With Darth Vader. That,
0: like, when... <laughs> they blow a hole in the wall or whatever. Yeah. They're, they're they 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 think. Well, what is the guard thinking about this situation? And they very. That's one of the, the 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 roots, the anchors for a lot of their imaginative play, is the the perspective from the guard of what's what's going on. Why is there this bird and there's a door, you know, and like and that whole thing. That usually leads to a lot of imaginative play because we didn't we didn't fill in that blank for you.
1: Sure. All right. So, I mean, so that's Burger Brothers one. And that was in 2015. And it was, it's a, you know, kind of a classic game at this point. Like, I mean, if, like, when you make a cooperative games list or when you make one of, like, you know, family weight list, like a top 10 list, Burger Brothers is going to be floating (laughs) somewhere somewhere. on on those lists. Um, Go ahead.
0: But yeah. So um, it took a while. Like, I don't, I didn't never, I I mean, with my games, I try not to come back for a sequel unless I have something Mm. new to say. Um, and so it took, it took like a good six months or a year of some dead ends of like, okay, oh, what if we do this? And then we're like, oh, that's not fun. Or what if we do this? Oh, that totally breaks the game. And so it actually helped us identify what is burglarism? Why does it work? Um, and and, and by, by going down some dead ends. Mm-hmm. um but so we then d- but we mm-hmm. but yeah go
1: ahead well before we get to burger brothers too because you know we're starting to kind of lean into that there were some criticisms like on the on the on the edges right yeah. like i think it, you either like the core system or you don't like I mean, if you don't like cooperative games you're not gonna like Burger Brothers. this is the way it is it's very pure distilled essence of a co-op um but even for people who like the game there were some struggles so and i know you know about this because i saw you did a tweet about this this was this was years ago now so in burgle brothers one so you had the three levels and it was very disadvantageous for all the characters to be on one floor sure
0: sure so So you know stay behind and some
1: yeah so you have a situation when you're you know especially when you're playing you know uh you know you're really going for it right (laughs) you're not playing no easy mode or nothing uh you are gonna have one or two characters at the top floor but then one character just kind of like stays behind and keeps that that guard on the first floor busy and then everyone else does their thing. So then that became a uh, criticism where it's like, okay, yeah. this is, if you're that one person, you're pretty bored. So well, um, did you encounter? To... Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, when we we're in, in development, the first answer to that was like, Oh, well let's make an event deck. So if you're stuck in a closet or or whatever, and you're waiting for the guard to go, then things will happen. Right. That, that was actually the driver for like these like n- turns where you maybe don't use all your actions. Um, that actually became these perfect moments for these like plot twists where oh something something goes wrong right um, but but yeah it wasn't ideal because you could still game it you could still you go back run and around do a it. little bit <laughs> yeah back and forth right so we didn't have a really good answer for that
1: yeah my, my um, nephew called it the peepee dance because because yeah. you could dance in front of the lavatory and <laughs> I'm playing with yeah, my nephew he's yeah. like Theo you're dancing in front of the lavatory what are you doing the peepee dance over there I'm like I don't want an event
0: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. so so there's that there was uh, some of the other critiques is like it, this a big decision was the, the for two was um we just realized that like three levels is maybe like it, it's just a little too long there's a little bit of fatigue when you're like one more floor and you you can make it, but there's just kind of this like this, this fatigue that can kick in with a longer game. And so it's like, especially okay. if
1: it's the same, like there's a, the, the safe works the same way on the third floor. as yeah. it on the first floor. It's just that the guard is a little bit faster.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So so that, I mean, there's some pressure there, but, but in general, it's just like, there's kind of this rinse, repeat feel. And so we're like, so that, that, those are some things that we wanted to address. Um, and people have done different, you know, it is kind of an open system. People have done different um, scenarios and, and whatnot with it. But um, so, yeah, we wanted to mix that up. Um, and I'm trying to think what else. Also, just like the interaction between the players, because there's this neat effect where I can go to another floor to save you, um, but I can't have a lot of direct impact on on your turn. Right. And so we wanted to a- amplify amplify that. So... Those were some, I'm trying to think what mm-hmm. other ones we were trying to address specifically, but we'll we'll, we'll bump into them.
1: Well, actually, the co-op, so the cooperation, right? And so I actually kind of wanted to get your th- your thoughts about that as a person who designs, at this point, a number of cooperative games. You've designed Walkstar, you've designed Nodboarding, and now you have a couple iterations at this. So then Alpha Player,
0: right? Yeah, well, so <laughs> the, initially, the, a lot of designers get into the trap of like, okay, Alpha Player's a thing, I need to solve it. Right, right, and so Walkstar was like, "Oh, you know, Space Alert did this timer thing. So what if we had timers and and whatnot?" Um, And I actually listened to a podcast. I was listening to Game Design Roundtable with Matt Leacock, and and he says like, "I decided not to worry about it.
1: He doesn't care. (laughs) He doesn't doesn't care."
0: And that actually let me make this game. Mm. Like it, it allowed me to be like, "I'm just gonna have fun. Like I'm not Mm. gonna try to solve that problem." And, and it was able to happen. And we were, to, to, uh, we were able to mitigate it by an unintended consequence of the, of the design. And what it is is the, the kind of information horizon term where you, I don't, you don't necessarily know, like you have this intent system, like you know the guard's headed here, but you don't know where he's going after. So you have like a, a window of information. And then whether to peek or to move, right? Those, mm-hmm. That's a big question in the game. And there's not always a right answer. Um, and so that pivots back to, like, you can try to run the odds and be like, okay, you know, what tiles are left? Or, you know, you can try to deduce as much as you want or where could the guard go? But when it comes down to it, everyone kind of turns their head back to the original player. And it's like, what do you want to do?
1: Mm-hmm. Because
0: there isn't a right answer. And so you have to lean back to the player and be like, we can't decide for you, what risks do you want to take? Mm-hmm. Um, and that um, ended up mitigating some level of the alpha
1: player. Mm -hmm. and um in terms of so like i I brought it up because we were talking about like the cooperation so like you don't have in burger brothers one you have the static powers right you know your your player each player has a static power and generally that static power only fires off in their own turn so like uh you know you have the the little what was it the 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 acrobat or something like that who can like sneak through guards and you have the the guy who walks over like you know um uh fingerprint stuff and like like who, who disarms traps yeah. like all that stuff is on their own turn so like when you are done if you're playing a higher player card game then it's like okay uh, <laughs> either you're bossing somebody around because you see the move or yeah. you are you know you're basically disengaged so i so did you encounter that particular like did so you said before like you know you saw it but you kind of like decided on, on the design space that you didn't think was a big deal but like afterwards like feedback wise did did you get pushback from that from people either at the either dev stage or in the wide release?
0: Um no, I think it was later. I think it was more like in in the forums and whatnot. Um I mean there were some early stages where like like we didn't even figure out the the moving on different um the 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 the, the, the well the whole the whole action only happens on the floor that you're on right thing was was a side effect where it's just like oh yeah, it, that's how it is in a movie, right? And but we didn't we didn't know that, and it ended up being this whole other knob that you could turn was was I could go to a different floor, um, instead as, as something I can do to 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 save you. Um, um, and but but there was there was early purists that were like all the guards should move all the time, you know. And and uh, and I'm like no, it's actually it gives the players this agency, but it was it was kind of a side effect, but. Um, but the, the nature of the powers, um, yeah, I mean, there was a little bit of, like, handoffs you could do and whatnot, and there was a lot of sequencing that would come out of it, but, but yeah, there wasn't as much agency, like, you're kind of, you know, people would kind of disengage off, off of their turn because, mm-hmm. you know, they could help try to solve the problem, but right. they, they, they couldn't directly impact
1: it. And especially in a game like this, because you, like, the, the guard will, like, ha- will have three turns and you'll have no idea but there's no way like when you finish your turn there's no way to know what the game state will be when your turn goes back again
0: yeah yeah you're just like you know that's why you don't hang out on a foyer um yeah <laughs> game can be over before you have a turn again yeah right so, okay um
1: okay so it, that, so, it, it,
0: mm-hmm. yeah go ahead
1: no i mean so like okay so we have the, the multi-floor thing we have the cooperation amongst players and also and let me know if you thought of this um, and by the way, um, I make all these points in the Dice Tower view that I did, which will be, which should be live by the time I, by the time this episode goes live. Oh, cool! Uh, yeah. Go ahead and go on on the Dice Tower for that uh, little self plug. Got to do that uh, <laughs> <laughs> for Burger Brothers too. So then the 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 thing that I noticed, especially at the end, so you've cracked the safe on the top floor, right? And everybody's yeah. kind of like waiting to leave. So by the time you get there, that that guard on the top floor is flying around. Like, yeah, he, yeah. like he is, um, you know, he's, he moves at a six, spe- a six speeds and like you're, you're in a 16 grid, um, yeah. a four four space. So it's little and he is firing off card, 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 or she could be a she
0: mm. uh,
1: doesn't matter. Um, so then it's it becomes really random. And yeah, he could, if he wanted to, he could just like, oh. I'm
0: good. It'll shred you It'll just go back and forth.
1: <laughs> he could just, yeah. And Or she. I keep on saying he. Because it's it's a block thing. It's like, a, I keep on thinking it's a he. But it could uh, be she. Yeah,
0: I hadn't. I, yeah, we've used, we've termed it as a he generally, but either way.
1: Could be she. Uh, but, you know, you can get shredded. And so the ending ended up feeling a little bit like more like a relief. Like, oh my God, I got a reprieve from the RNG gods today. And, you
0: know. <laughs> well, and and like another side effect was like, when you leave, well, first of all, we didn't want to have to go back down the forest. So we're like, well, what if you escape through the roof? And then, and then when you leave, they're like, Oh, you're not on the floor. And so that, that rule of like action is where you are. All of a sudden it was this big relief where it's like, if somebody makes it out, no guard movement, somebody else can make it out, no guard movement. And you get this like free, it yeah. almost feels like a, a spree you could just like yeah you know you just left everything a mess you
1: know (laughs) that part like the stream effect is cool like when when you actually have the opening to go up the stairs i guess i'm talking about like those turns before where you're like hiding in the corner and praying that the guard doesn't find you and like the four cards that that the guard flips you know
0: yeah or you're trying to or you're like on the save you're trying to get the numbers and you know and 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 it's in a very open you know maybe it's in a a choke point in the safes there and you've got to just work there. Right. So, but yeah.
1: So did you, so, um, I mean, I'm, I described that and I think that that's a, that's a kind of a blessing and a curse, right? Sometimes it's exciting. And sometimes, and some players found that really exciting. Yeah. I found it sometimes, you know, like kind of frustrating where it was just, I'm waiting for the guard. To, I'm waiting for the RNG to kind of like roll my way. So. To yeah. Speak, yeah. So. And there
0: was generally the tone of, of the type of stealth you're doing in Burgle One is there's a lot of things that can stop you the deadbolt keypad mm. um, and, and the guard itself and so there's very much a lot of waiting and like okay, right a lot the of right? like
1: like tiles that eat up your actions like the laser tile yeah
0: and, yeah, yeah. and mm. so that was an intentional decision another thing to, to we intentionally to move away from with Burgle Two was not as many things that can block you we wanted really open it up but you know, turn up the the heat behind you. So it's like, go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so there was a lot. So like, as you were developing, so now we can turn to Burgle Two. You mentioned before that it was like, how long did it take you to really start, like, thinking about I want to do I I have something new to say, and I'm um, going to try to address some of these things.
0: Oh, it, it, I I mean, it was 20 end of 2018, maybe. Okay. I took I, I messed around with it. Took it to um packs unplugged. then it bombed it was horrible <laughs> um played it a couple months later still bombed we had, we had tried some different mechanics and whatnot um i think i'm trying well, that's to think interesting. Like, what like w- can you share like just a particular thing oh, that didn't work oh sure sure i mean they part of the fantasy that we wanted to get into was uh the whistler to to use if you know the movie sneakers yeah, um, but the, the man in the van right mm-hmm. the guy who's like he has more information but he can't directly he's not on on the grid so we wanted to have the eye in the sky player mm. so we developed this player that had all this information and an ability to change things we actually took away like that player could see where the guard was going but the players couldn't and taking mm. that away from the players like took all the air out of the game if you look at, uh, it's kind of a modern sensibility in game design. If you look at a lot of video games, they use what's called an intent system, where you know what the enemy is going to do, and therefore you can work around it. And mm-hmm. that, that, that is your puzzle. And so there was this limited communication between, like they she would, the, the Whistler would have to use uh, resources and whatnot to share information with the players, and they were really flying blind. They like, mm-hmm. had very little information, and they just felt frustrated. They are like, I don't know. She, she knows what to do you know and and it, and it, and we just realized it was very important to have that that waypoint and the information that that represents was really right. critical but you know the whistler character had the had these powers that were like you know uh, instant you know reactive powers they're like these are fun like they're, like they're really like, just like perfect moment for the right thing
1: and um, outside of turn stuff it's like you know like they, they yeah. were you'd get like you know one person's walking and then the guard is could be coming because they're going to trigger like a, an alarm but then that whistler will be like all right hold on <laughs> yeah, yeah there you go and that became yeah. the inspiration for some of the, the new stuff.
0: system yeah and so that the gear system was probably one of the first ones where we just realized we wanted they're kind of like a tool but they're but they're you know they're they're instant um but but so let's one talk thing... about,
1: so just to kind of walk yeah. back because you know not yeah. assuming that everybody knows what, what not everybody sure. watched my playthrough. Yeah, Go yeah, pause yeah. the podcast and okay. watch my playthrough, please, or so, watch the many playthroughs. So, um, in the first game, the players had static powers, always on, yeah. simple, do your thing. Second game has not static powers, but it has these modular pieces called gear, and the and you can prep that on your turn, but then you can fire it off any time.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. The, the, the gear, yeah this gear is, is uh, but what was important is that it was that it was reactive. Um, that you could um, that you could uh, use it any that, that you could react to, to someone. Um, but it was also that it was a sacrifice. This is one one belief I have about, about cooperative games is that you know the whole you know Ben Bernay talk about vulnerability. You know, humans form bonds through vulnerability, right? But like, and that I can't solve this thing and I need help doing it. And so the first step is vulnerability that like, I'm in a situation that I can't save myself. I'm going to get caught this turn or whatever. And then having another player being being able to sacrifice. And so it has to be a sacrifice. It can't just be like, I've got this thing I can do infinite times. I'm just going to do it for you. It's like, no, if I use it for you, I'm not going to have it later. And it's a signaling thing that I'm signaling to, to you that you're important to me and to the group. Um, and, and, and so that little hand, you know, reaching out your hand and, and grabbing that person and getting them, getting them the safety is a big moment. But then we want to have a very limited but powerful set of abilities of like, when do you want to use these? You have mm-hmm. very limited times to use these through the game. What are the, the important, the important times? So you can feel like, you know, you saved the person and they get to feel important that they were important enough to save. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's I, I, and and that was a core thesis behind the mm-hmm. behind behind the gear. And
1: there's also a cost in actions before you even do the thing. Like you don't just get them; you have to prep them. Yeah. Right. And I imagine that was like it also, you know, I am now costing myself something in order to have it later, kind of thing. Right? Yeah. I, I, that that all seems to to fold in.
0: Yeah. We, initially, it was we we had um, we we had the concept of uh, uh you, you started with all the gear um but it 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 ran into this problem where you're almost too front-loaded mm-hmm. where you you had everything up front it would make sometimes people burn them too early um sometimes it would just uh maybe you just felt you didn't feel like a progression like mm-hmm. you didn't you weren't you weren't kind of ramping into your your ability and so you you know having the pr- the prep system um and then it, and then we added the very late thing where there's a uh There's a dead drop system where there's like, you have to get, you you have to earn your gear by, by doing these mini achievements, but it was very late. We added that actually, even prepping was one of the last things that went into the, into the core game. Mm. Interesting.
1: Okay. So then you, that, that addresses the cooperation piece. Like, you know, you, they, now you are engaged throughout your, t- <laughs> you know, throughout all your turns. It's like, okay, when am I going to get to use my gear? Do you need my gear or, or whatever it is? I don't want to disappear on you or something like that. So that really addressed that piece. Um, so
0: yeah, it clicked. Yeah. I mean, most of it was finding ones that still resonated with their kind of identity because we wanted to still have the same mm-hmm. cast and be like, um, uh, what, what can we um you know what how can we how can we reach and some of them like the hawk you know we, she was a pretty radical change and she's kind of a, almost an advanced player now where she can like swap two tiles or you know oh, she's yeah. got a very different kit now um in other ones it's like the rook was the baseline i can move other people i can swap with people you know i'm the team leader you know um, I love so that. There was- <laughs> There was some identity. identity <laughs> I love there. the book.
1: So yeah, you carried forward all nine characters from the first game to the second game. So it's like the same cast. So this is Ocean's Twelve, so to speak.
0: Yeah, yeah. We were thinking about like, uh, you know, do we want to stretch goal and have another character? But we already were like, okay, we're gonna have. We've got the the three. We've got three gear for every character, and then and then we have an unlockable fourth gear, and and it's mm. just like, yeah, it was it was a lot of content to create. So we were, we were like. We, we ended up not, not not we actually didn't have the peterman initially we brought him back so we got
1: <laughs> well the peterman works a lot different because in the first one it's the he, he mid-place dies and that can get us to what you did with the safe because it's yeah, yeah. not there's far fewer opportunities because there's only one safe
0: yeah right? yeah yeah well there's a couple things with the safe it's like the, there's there's it's kind of the same but we wanted two things we wanted it to to be harder to do, so there's like how you get the dice is different now, and then getting the dice to the safe, you know, is a thing. And with and, and we wanted to have this like teamwork, so like the person on that bottom floor still has something to do, right. and so this this you know we wanted to, to play into the teamwork, and then when you open the safe, we wanted to be, you know, we wanted to play into the, into the that's straight up like we wanted uh, we wanted to tell a story, or we wanted to have, you know the the because we because the event system initially had this like plot twist where interesting things were happening but like the finales is just like okay Mm -hmm. what if we just broke some create some rule of the game like in this scenario you want to get caught What like you know how can we flip the script on on the game and and go out with a bang
1: um so then and that's the last thing And that's the one that kind of if if you saw my dice tower video, that is the one where it's like I just kind of faint over. It. <laughs> I'm super excited. So like so in Virgo Brothers one, you have that guard flying around, and it's like I just kind of described maybe a kind of frustrating yeah. scenario. So yeah. it's like it's almost like a relief when you win a game Virgo Brothers one. Sometimes sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's not so much the finale system. I think is always good. <laughs> like it's, it's well because like, I, I played trick through online. Was- it's, it's a, yeah. amazing. The,
0: the, the, the trick with those is we had to design ones that could generate a goal based on really any kind of board state. Like, what if this is yes. close to this? Or what if the players are close to this? Or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and, and how do we account for this? And so we had to make stuff that would be like, okay, there's going to be edge cases, but most of the time this will represent a good challenge mm-hmm. and not either be trivial or be, you know, uh, impossible. You know, that's, that was the two edge, you know, we're, 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 shooting for. So um, generating systems that could do that was, was the goal of the, of the finale system.
1: And thematic um, as all get out. So like, <laughs> I don't want to, so I don't want to, so in the interview, I was careful not to spoil, but you do see the componentry. Like, yeah. you know, you do see there's a car there, so you can, it doesn't <laughs> take much yeah, to think yeah, yeah. where there's going to be a car. There's a tiger there and like there's, steak. It's
0: not a lemon. The, the, it's not a lemon maple
1: yeah (laughs) i thought actually i i knew what it was and i won't say what it was but i i I pretty much got it got what that the little oval yellow thing but the the tiger and the stake is there is no mistaking that if you've seen you know the hangover or something or something yeah yeah. you know i I imagine like you're pulling from all these like kind of tropes to you know to make the finales but the finales kind of like just take this system and you know, like the, the gear stuff uh, addresses things and like, you know, you have the little um, chips tokens, which kind of like they, uh, I ma- I imagine they allowed you to do some things in terms of like moving people around and, you know, yeah, creating yeah. a sense of kinetic, you know?
0: Yeah, the, the, the chip system was that there was a lot of tiles that were only interesting when you uncovered them or, or went into them, like mm-hmm. the walkway, right? It's kind of this one-shot thing. And so by doing chips, it allowed us to have these one-shots, but then have a more permanent effect from the tile. So the tile could be persistent and have an effect on the game. So, but yeah, that's a side note for, for, Mm -hmm. for, for for chips. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, But yeah, so so it it just, it it turns it up and you get this big finale where it's just like, um, yeah, it feels like it's a climax instead of being more like, you know, things are getting harder and it's kind of linear. It's like, no, this kind of this exponent that you're you're like, it, it kicks it up and you're like, okay, can we, can we pull this off? And, I, I didn't want players to, because some of them you can line up and be like, okay, we know what this finale is going to do. Let's set up in this particular way. Now, as much as that would make sense for like someone who was actually planning a heist, it, 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 I didn't want it to, to be too gamed. And so I made it so there, you don't know exactly how the finale is going to work when you're playing through the first time. And then when you play through after you've unlocked everything, um, it's, it's still random. Um, and that was kind of intentional for the same kind of like variance where it's just like you can't you know you have to adapt and that's the whole thing about about Burgle Bros is adaption as a group it's like okay here's a curveball what are we going to do and like mm-hmm. and then as a group solving that is satisfying but but and so i don't know may I, I think you you could run a particular scenario and it would probably be fine but it's a mix of like You got to have the the RNG and you got to have the the strategy. It's like, you got to, it's amazing.
1: I mean, for the weight of this game, like we're not talking like a really heavy, crunchy game. Like you want that sense of, that sense of tactics, because if it's just, if it's a, if it's one, if it's like a dominion type where it's like, you know, every, the answers are there and you just kind of like puzzle through the answer, then it's not a heist anymore. And it's like, you kind of lose some of the tension and emotion, you know, (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and push your luck even, like, you know, ri- how risky do we want to be, you know? So, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know you, you appreciated my encounter with the saleswoman in my playthrough.
0: <laughs> yeah, so so Jeff Krause was a co-designer on this. Mm. And I've been making, last couple of years, I've been making video games with him and nothing of, we haven't released very much. But he is very much from the school of, uh, he, he's the bad cop. Right, I'm the good cop. I'm like, oh, let's be nice to the players, and I want them to have a good time. And he's the like,
1: resources, give them everything they need. Yeah,
0: and he's like, no, they need, <laughs> they need, they need tough love, and and so the saleswoman, a lot of the the eat more evil things that happen in the game, the tiles and whatnot, they're from they're from Kraus. They're like they're like he's he he kind of revels in it. Was like, and yeah, and, and, and I'm like, you can't like trap a player. He's like, yeah, you can. I'm like, no. And so it makes us like and it works because there's this immediate crisis when it's like that player is stuck yeah. they cannot move unless you have you know the, the right gear unlocked mm-hmm. or or someone's going to save them and and again the vulnerability and sacrifice thing mm-hmm. where it's like someone has to go solve that problem you could leave them stuck right but you know right. you have choices to make so mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: it's a, it's a chip. It's a, it's one of the denizens. I call them the denizens because they're all like people yeah. in the casino. And yeah. if you enter the saleswoman's square and you know, you could like reveal it and then get rid of it. But like if you enter her square, like you do that, push your luck thing where it's like, I'm just going to run through and you get the saleswoman, she will stick you. And yeah. I was at the point during my playthrough where I was like, you know, just kind of like running through, getting out and stuff, that, stuff like that. And then I used the Rook to get in with the saleswoman and then the sales and the Rook has still had all his gear and the Rook moves people and that was a a thing that you said in the things like he you can move people including yourself so then it became this wonderful little thematic moment of like i I got a call i'm not here uh and like like that is and i know you say like you know we're talking i don't know if it was before the call or during the call like you don't intend to kind of go at the game with narrative like i would say the game is heavy in story but not heavy in narrative and like you really do you you, you, do you Virgo Brothers of all the family way co-ops that I've played, especially the second one, it, it you know, without having narrative has the most story, I think, or generates the most. story. well,
0: it's just what type of sometimes people have more it depends, right? There's different types of narrative and whatnot. So like I shy away as a designer of like like above and below, right? Where it's mm-hmm. like, here's a here's a story, make a choice and whatnot. I'm, I'm more, yeah, it's, it's more about emergence of like, it's a roguelike in the sense of like, here are a lot of different random things I can throw at you, but they're, they have their own rules and they're cohesive in their own thing. And then people will connect the dots and they'll start to tell themselves a story about, you know, what the guard's doing or whatever. And so, yeah, the, the finale is more than I've ever done when it comes to just like, here is a moment, but it, 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 it's a boss. It's like, okay, yeah. this is the boss you know, and, 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 and that's, we had, we had
1: some, we had some room to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so the, the criticism articulated in the video of, of two, and I, I love 2 <laughs> I'm going to take for it, oh. but it does add a lot of extra pieces and it does add up a lot yeah. of extra stuff. So like, so in solving some problems, and I wouldn't say you introduce new problems, but like, you know, now you have, you go from a simple character to a character that you have to kind of manage, you know, and they have to like, you know, prep and all kind of stuff. And, you know, where am I going to put the card? And then the chips, like, so you have the chips on the board, which, you know, remembering what the chips do is not always the easiest yeah, thing. Yeah. And then you have some finales that kind of like, because you get rid of the chips along the way, but then they, a lot of them flood the chips right back. So, yeah. um, so then,
0: well, or, or you, on top of that, there's events, right? And there's the events, lounge. <laughs> and the pool which which we didn't want to make as optional anymore we're like no you know and so again it's like the some i've heard, the critique i've heard of, of of two is that the rng is 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 turned up higher um, but you ha- you do have more direct control with gear to counter rng right so is it balanced i, I don't i don't know it, i mean
1: <laughs> you are the designer that, You're supposed to know
0: i don't know i mean it's one of those things where it's where you know, me and Jeff enjoy it. Like it's at the point it's out. And, and that, and again, like you're, it, as a designer, you're kind of broadcasting on a, on a frequency and like, mm-hmm. that will resonate with some people and it won't resonate with some people. And it's totally fine. Like, you know, and, 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 and so that's the, that's the thing is like, um, but, and we also want to empower players. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I one of the other last minute changes, I made the backs on Burkle two, the same as Burkle one. So, that uh, you can actually do a setup with, with uh, 32 uniques, like all the tiles are unique oh, wow. uh, for the whole uh, for all for every. So you could bring all the stuff in from one. Now, alarms are a little bit different. Guards are a little bit different. Those were mostly streamlining for clarity. Um, mm-hmm. The way that those work was why I, I felt like tra- You know, there, there, that was the that we we had a better answers for that for how to how to have a a guard react to an alarm we call it commotion mm-hmm. now but you could bring burgled t- tiles in and just say okay what system we're going to use the commotion system or the alarm system we're going to use gar- bouncers or or guards mm-hmm. but um but they're not that they're not that mm-hmm.
1: okay I, so actually I, I didn't mind the rng so much like the the worst of it is when like you get like the pool and the lounge in the, in that choke point yeah. So like th- then so that's where it becomes to me, uh, uh, an issue for me. So like uh, the pool and the lounge are tiles that generate events. So like in the first game, the events get generated when you didn't use all your moves. So like you just got random stuff. Here they you know you go in the pool, which I which I love. It's like okay, cannonball in the pool yeah. and something happens. Like can commotion. Uh, the, the you know the um, the waypoint moves. You know like the, now the the bounce is gonna go to that point. Uh, so then you might get those tiles in the choke point. And just by, you know, just because of the geometry of the board, nothing that you did, you might be triggering multiple events (laughs) in the same turn, and that can kind of, like, mess with you. But, you know, for me, solving that might have introduced even more complexity. And I felt like – so my thing wasn't that this game had more RNG. It felt like this game had a little bit more overhead, a little bit more to kind of think about. Yeah,
0: yeah, like, like I don't recommend playing a solo game with four players, because the overhead of like when is the right time to use twelve pieces of gear right. is a lot. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. There can almost be some AP with 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 the options that you have, and because there are different ways to solve problems now. But mm-hmm. like, it's the best one. You know, right. So that was that's something that you just like. You know
1: what? Uh, it, this solves so many problems. Like what I did, or like a, it, it comes at things with new ways. That it's like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, I can you, you deal with that one.
1: Yeah, so, just deal with it.
0: <laughs> okay. But, um. What? What else? What, oh, so what other? What other? What other things were we solving with the new? Um. Um.
1: Oh, well, I. Okay. So the four. So my four criticisms were that the, the, the multi floor thing, which was you know you you read your. Oh, that was locally. a
0: that was a tough call, and that was Krause. Okay. It was like he's like you got to cut a floor. I'm like no. He's like, <laughs> I'm that's like,
1: 16 tiles. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> you're right. You know, it's always it's like almost every time I'm like he 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 says something, it's like, yes, you have to be you have to do this big thing. I'm like, mm. you're right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that that's a lot of tiles to cut though. Like, I mean, th- did you did you work on different configurations? Did you work on like a three by four or like you know, like little yeah, iterations yeah. like
0: that? Yeah, we were yeah, we a three by four, we were trying to shrink it that way. Um but yeah. <clears throat> But it, it kind of clicked the same time we were talking about, um, making you know making the safe you know one big safe and having you know I don't know if the finale came then but but it was about that same time we're like okay, um, yeah and and figuring out like the and also I really did want to have a tower in, included in the in the box yeah. like because it it was a feature that a lot of people liked as a as a perk I don't know if it was worth it because of all the production. Issues it's caused and it's not perfect, but so, I've got okay, to, I've um, got to try.
1: So then, uh, if you saw the tower, and you know, you see any playthrough of this, not just mine, look at Rodney Smith teaching or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. It's like here's the tower. Now we're gonna like dispense with it in order <laughs> to actually play the game.
0: <laughs> and that's I I don't know. It's like I I you know I had to try. It's one of those things where like I have to innovate. I have to bring new things, right. and and it's gonna it, it bites me half the time but I it's, I got, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to try. And it's so, yeah. um, So
1: I actually did put in for my replacement box because my, the glue came out uh, (laughs) on mine and the, um, the, 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 like there's plastic little moldings in the box and you fold it out and you stick the the sticks in and that's how you get, you know, the box kind of folds out. I should probably show it on the video but I got it all the way up here. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mess with it. Uh, You can, you see it in your mind's eye people. Uh, the box folds out. You stick sticks in it, and it like floats above the playing surface. So you have the yep. one, two, and it's a great idea. But uh, if if it doesn't, if the pieces don't glue together very well,
0: yeah, then there, there then... were some production issues with uh, glue not working. But we don't know how big of a hit rate it was. Uh, but there's there's some most of the problems we had with production ended up being like, well, yes, it it, it does it, it it mostly interferes with like the tower working. But it luckily doesn't interfere with the, with being able to play right. the game. Which, but uh, yeah, it's the stuff that keeps you up. And as, as a designer, because a lot of it's out of your hands. It's like you try to do all the Q and A and you try to prepare for all this stuff. But like, True. but yeah. Oh, wow. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So then, um, do you feel like this, like, Burgle to kind of? I don't know. Like, I mean, so I, I always have this idea of a designer, right? Like a designer. I, I think there was Ignacy Trevichek who was telling me this on his own interview, like a game is never done. So it's like, I release it. And then it's like, Oh, <laughs> Oh <laughs> yeah. You know? So uh, do you feel like, you know, Burgle Two kind of realized at least most of what you wanted to do following up on Burgle one, or is there like more stuff? Oh yeah. Um, no, happened?
0: yeah. Most of it's just like, I'm actually pretty happy with there, there's there's, we had enough time with it because of the production was taking so long that like, we'll see. I mean, I haven't. Oh, because it was during the core COVID, game. It's like right? I'm I'm pretty, pretty happy with where it's at. Most of it's just around the production and the, and the, and the, and the tower and whatnot, but like the core, I'm not, I don't have a ton of regrets. It's like, I'd have, I'll have to see the response, see what resonates, what, what, you know, what, what comes up out of it. Because it's like, I'm just a person. I can only test it and, and try things so much. And so, you know, see what people come up with and, 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 and see how it resonates with people. And, um, and then I might, you know, uh, I mean, you can do some things with expansions and whatnot, but like <laughs> a lot of it's just like, and, and it's really hard not to internalize when you like you do mess something up, but you have to just see it's like, it's a snapshot of you and as a designer and all, all the other influences and all the other people you're talking to at the time. And it's just like the awkward middle school photo of yourself <laughs> Where you have to, like, you have to kind of be able to laugh at your own right. awkward photo. You're like, yeah, that was me, you know, and it's like, you know, but it, because if, if you internalize, like, a lot of your self-worth as, like, how good the game is for everyone, it's, it's a recipe for, like, you know, it's like, you have to be able to back away from your design and critique it. And, it, and it, it's really tough emotionally to, to create some distance because it, but it also helps me on the other side to be able to take compliments because it's like, I understand that the game, people complimenting the game, they're not complimenting me. Cause I don't want to internalize that kind of like ego boost. So good or bad, I have to make a little bit of distance and be able to like poke at it for mm-hmm. good or for bad. And then when I, when somebody compliments it I can now like come from their perspective and like, yeah, I, those, those parts are good of, of, about the game um but yeah as, as a as an artist as a designer it's 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 tough to 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 to, to keep that distance um and, uh, and 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 i feel a lot of a lot of obligation to to players it's like i want to execute it well and whatnot but i'm it's me and a, me and a handful of people like i try to like this is artisan crafted games it's like i don't have i don't have a whole you know crew or or i don't ha- you know like uh like maybe some of the larger companies do it's just mm-hmm. you know it's me so <laughs> warts and all
1: it's i mean it's, it's you have i mean it, it's not only the, the jeff goldsberry art because you got he you know he does the art for everything but like there's definitely a design sensibility to a flowers game like i i kind of know when i'm playing one because it's it's you know it's very it's kind
0: of bad <laughs> but there's this like yeah yeah, yeah. i there's mean to it yeah there's a there's a through line but mm-hmm. um so but, actually, but a lot of it is that is it uh it, it, you know is it, i'm having fun making it and i hope that people players are having fun you know playing it and mm-hmm. and and a lot of it is just like the the whole uh, the whole the artwork i really kind of sells this this world of just like let's just let's just have a good time you know and 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 kind of put on that mask of like i'm gonna be the the rigger or i'm gonna be the you know right. i'm gonna be this character and uh and 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 it, it, there's a lot of positive comes out of it. So, you
1: mentioned like, you, you kind of dropped the idea of an expansion and how like a lot of games, you know, they address their issues via expansion. or like they add things or designers kind of address it via yeah. expansion. Flowers games don't tend to have expansions.
0: Yeah, I mean, part of it is is because I can't like I, I'm like your um, your mom packing your backpack for school. I'm like, okay, you might need this and you might need this and you might and I stuff all this. Stuff. You look at paperback. There's like. 10 little expansions yeah. in there. Cause I'm just like, <laughs> in case you need this. And, 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 and it's one of those things where it's like, I'm trying to just get you covered. Right. And then let you as the player decide what, you know, how you want to play the game and, 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 and I, and, and find out what works best for you and give you the tools to do so. Because I, I, I assume some intelligence on the part of my players. I'm not going to, you know, hand them, hand them everything and, and let, and they just give them those. And so, because I really try to pack in, everything i was thinking about i don't really hold back um it it works out to where i don't have anything really new to say about the game for a couple years you know because Um, you put so much in on
1: that end it's like okay you know paperback i want to put a solo and a co-op i want to put this variant in there and like every flower game does have variants that are packed in yeah yeah
0: yeah Mm -hmm. and and uh there was so yeah, and then I even try to I try to encourage that because it's like I I can't see everything and I, and when I'm developing and testing and then even later in the process it's like I want to bring in players and be like tell me how to make the game better and I've gotten some these super clever ideas for all of my games it's like oh if you just did this like oh that's that's way better <laughs> than 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 what I thought of right. and so um, yeah it's you know and I, I like to think that that a, a big chunk of my games came from just a really clever player that was just like, you know, did you see that? Because you have so many blind spots. Sure. You know, um I've gotten a lot of help from Ryan Lockett, right? He's Mm. he's he's local to me here. And like Burgle bros, like we went and and we we went to his office and we played and we were I I forget the exact conversation, but he's just like, why do you make it about a casino? Or like Mm. there's some I don't forget how it started, but he's just like, yeah, you know, like (laughs) that that that's you know and and so, uh, and the other one was with, with, uh, now boarding, I, I played a prototype of now boarding with him. And, and I was all worried about like, well, what if like, there's this timer going and then like one player like runs over, it drops off a passenger. The other one picks it up. It's like, that's like, that's like cheating. And he's like, you let the players cheat. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so now like, that's my rule. Now it's like, anytime I'm just like, man, the players could totally game this. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. that's not so bad maybe i should let them let them do it because it's like you have a you have an understanding of like okay what what's kind of like fair or gaminess and whatnot and and uh and sometimes letting people you know again trusting your players and just being like Mm -hmm. you know and and that that's a huge part of what became now boarding was like figuring out the handoffs it's like okay don't move i'm gonna fly in here drop this guy off you take him there come back i'll get this other guy then i'll finish my moves but, yeah, and it was like, so, as a designers you, you have as a designer, you have a lot of blind spots, question a lot of your um, conceits, you know, just like like things you're taking for granted. Um, and uh, and that really can can bring in really fresh ideas and and solve problems in really clever ways. So. Burger
1: Brothers 2, I think, addresses a lot of the issues of Burger Brothers 1. My ultimate conclusion was that it's still worth having Burger Brothers 1 because it is a simpler entry. Like it's less, less admin. You could just plop it down. And you know, if you want to lop off the third floor of Virgo brothers one and just go with the set, you can, like you can really make, and it's, I think it's the most easy game to get into for like a family setting. And the Virgo brothers two is that kind of graduated experience. So like they're both going to stay in my collection.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's a question. it's like, it's like movies have sequels, but like, what does a sequel to a game mean? You know, like what, what should it, (laughs) is it like continuation of the story? And, and I, I heard advice from um, Tom Lehman, where it's like, give them, give them more of what they, what they like. And, and yeah, it's like, I, I've, I, I realized that I've already kind of paid a price. Anytime you teach something new to the player, you've, you're paying a price. Like there's an overhead of learning new rules, internalizing the systems and whatnot. So I realized with a lot of the design decisions, it's like, we've already taught the players how to do this with Burgle 1. So right. now we can build on that we can start from this baseline and we can we can go this much further because we're not having to to start necessarily at zero um, We I still do worry about some accessibility and I want to and not, not make it too complicated. So we shaved off a little bit with the the, the commotions and the bouncer but like but overall yes, this is a love letter. this is for people that are like <clears throat> you like Burgle Bros it's like this is yeah the graduated experience is what mm-hmm. was a lot of the goal um and and I'm understanding that like, that it'll, it's fine. Yeah. It's like they're the, the, that, you know, it'll give somebody new, something new to chew on. They, they've, you know, they've played this one to death. Here is, here is a whole bunch of new variables.
1: Right. And, and I think like what a gamer thinks about when it comes to like either a sequel or reiteration is does this replace my previous thing? like yeah. the, can i get rid of this can i get rid of the old one or can the, you know uh, am i doing the new thing that's like a zombicide right okay i got black yeah. plate i got green horde now to, what does it do to my old stuff and it's like okay can i integrate you know all this kind of thing and you could either have a product that, that fully integrates which it kind of does you know i yeah <laughs> I, I
0: i don't have anything official yet because i didn't have enough time to like fully do a, a, a test and i'd like to see what people would do with it i'm like Here's two right.
1: people can integrate it. You got y'all got it.
0: <laughs> y'all got yeah, both like, of them. <laughs> yeah, people, people are great at scenarios with it. So, yeah, um, it, yeah, it's it's uh, it's interesting to to come out a sequel, but um, and we'll see. I mean, like pay, Hardback was supposed to be an expansion. Like I worked with Jeff Beck in that case. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I've got these ideas for a a sequel to, to or an expansion to, to Paperback. More more of this, and he came back with a whole new game. I'm like. Well, okay, I guess we're making a new game <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's interesting. I mean, you see this in, in other designers they say like as an artist or as a writer, you're always writing the same book, mm. you know it's like you're kind of you know chasing similar similar ideas and and, and yeah, and so this is this is like um i I wanted to, to yeah, go all the way into, into, a, into a, a cinematic kind of experience with it. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And so time will tell on a burgle three or, or like another iteration. Like if it's, yeah. if, it's if it, if it resonates then sure, but you don't have it like percolating. You don't, yeah, yeah. You, you're yeah. not like, you know, I have the next nine burgles, you know, like mapped out mm-hmm. in my head or anything.
0: No, no. I mean, the, the other thing was like, I did want to, I have some identity. So it was nice to like the three, four thing is now the burgle one thing. You know and so like um, there was a lot of there was like four tiles or five tiles that I pulled over from from Burgle one into Burgle 2 at the point of the Kickstarter and after the Kickstarter I'm like no I can I can do better than this so I pushed myself okay. to make all Unique. the only one is that is a straight unique is or or a, a, is the safe even though that kind of works differently and the monorail which is like the duct I mean those are the only everything else I wanted to, for that kind of integrated thing like it's just like how can i do some different twists on even mm-hmm. there are some shadows of like other previous tiles but we wanted to do do some new things and mm-hmm. and and like the blocking like the i did, really didn't like the 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 deadbolt i mean the deadbolt is, is is a key piece but like so much of the game can be like dealing with the deadbolt and yeah. it was a little too much star of the show and so you know, oh, uh, the other one was um, the hunt mode. That was another one right. from Kraus, where it's just like, what if he just <laughs> doesn't recycle his deck? What if he just goes Terminator? He just on find you, you. <laughs> and like, and that was that. That that, and the gear were, were like the first two pieces where we're just like, because it's like you're not gonna hang out on this floor,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> okay so i mean again burgle 2 gives you a lot of you know addresses burgle 1 does more stuff but burgle 1 still has a a place in your collection i'm gonna keep both and if you hit if you do release an expansion or if like there's there's like um you know like you collect the scenarios that are like fan made and not kind of put them out of the next drawer or whatever it is then you know i'm sure there's there's room for it and there's room for that in my collection uh, it's definitely uh, definitely for that. So then, um, not, that is you know, Fowers Games keeps on going. You know, you're not going to stay in verbal. Yeah. You have other things going on. And we were talking before the call. There is a Kickstarter that is coming up soon, and we can kind of end on previewing that a little bit. We'll have, yeah, to tell peoples yeah, about uh, paperback adventures.
0: Yeah, so so we're just starting to, to release information about that, but it is a um, adventure for paper for in the paperback universe. Your paperback being a deck building word game yeah is a very
1: cool little uh, thing but yeah. for those of you who don't like scrabble and don't like getting stuck on two-letter words <laughs> there are other yeah. word games if paperback's a very good one
0: yeah when paperback was was like i actually don't like word games <laughs> it was more of a challenge like it started as an old video game i made called clock words mm. um and then it evolved the deck building was one of the key pieces of that and it, and it evolved into into paperback and the paperback evolved into hardback. This is more like, this is, you know, it takes cues from, um from like Slate Aspire Spire and like, you know, kind of like you're going on this adventure, you've got a limited amount of health and you're going to have to, you're trying to make it to the end, but you might not, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's got some inspiration from Gloomhaven as a very limited deck size. So oftentimes when you're building your deck, you're having to remove cards to put new ones in. Um, and then there's um, there's just these, these uh, passive and active items that, that change how you're doing things. Like um, we call them MacGuffins because, I mean, we have a lot of literary puns in, our, in, our, in, our, in the new game. But, it's, a, it's a word
1: um, game. You have to have literary puns.
0: Yeah, we've got... It's, it's, it, and, and so you're going up against a mashup of like the different villains and antagonists. Um, we have one called the Pesky Suitor, who's from like a, a Jane Austen novel. Um, and, but you're doing more of a proper combat where like you have, you're doing it, you're generating kind of these attack icons and you've got these block icons and then you're generating kind of energy or mana that you're driving. You're using these different, you know, we're pulling from all these different novels and whatnot, the, this sword or this wand or, you know, whatever you've got this, you know, menage. and then the MacGuffins are like the, the monkey's paw and like all these like other tropes and they're passive. And and mm-hmm. so you get these combos between what your deck is doing, what the items are doing, what the MacGuffins are doing, to get these really tricky or, or interesting combos that are that are very generative, like they're very emergent in like how you piece it together. Um, so is and it the still enemies, a word game?
1: Is it still a, a spelling game, basically? Or wow,
0: <laughs> there's an underneath the engine is this um, spelling and a splay system. Um, so. I, I you're gonna get me in the rabbit hole here but like yeah. uh, do not
1: ask a person about their kickstarter they will no no there's a bunch of
0: new mechanics i mean so it is an order of magnitude like there's much more going on than, than basic paperback and even sure. more than hardback but it is a solo game mm. uh, so you're on an adventure and we just uh, we just we we this is just kind of for the the player who wants like that complexity of like Scrabble where like you're trying to optimize and you're trying to like work mm-hmm. the perfect word into the board, but maybe you don't have friends that want to do that with you. <laughs> so we made, so, 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 uh, so, so, paperback adventures is the solo. There will be, we're, we're working on some two player variants, but the, the focus is sure. um, a satisfying solo word game. There's plenty of the word building itself, but then there's these systems on top of it. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm excited. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm, you know, I'll tell you all about it, but uh, it'll, it's coming to Kickstarter soon. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and, and we'll be, you know, we'll, it should be shown playthroughs and whatnot. And so you can, you can back us there. So we're looking
1: at releasing this episode around the first week of May. And then later in May, if all goes well, <laughs> yeah. you know, we'll if all see. goes Well, mid mm-hmm. to late May if all goes well mid to late may and we're working on a, getting a, a, a preview up on the one-stop co-op shop so go ahead and check out uh look out on, on our channel for that but i um oh I, I do have you so i should probably ask about now boarding um now boarding is one of my favorites i you yeah. don't hear a lot as much about that but i love that game i think i i think i uh, um uh, have, you, have you heard about the, the
0: mega version i've done of that the what mega mega version mega now boarding
1: So I now have, I only, I only have the original Kickstarter box. I don't have anything that was passed. Oh, no, no.
0: You play with live people.
1: Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) So I've done this at, I did this at um, Chuck's and I did it at Pax Unplugged. And I build a 30 foot by 20 foot map of the U.S. with blue masking tape and, and, and doormats for Mm -hmm. the cities and play with real people. Oh my and god. so, and so, I, so you <laughs> so get they hold signs people. that
1: say JFK, and you have to like kind of bring them to JFK. Oh my god! Well,
0: the the map they say they on the things whatever. This is a whole tangent, but like it's hilarious because um, there's person giving up tickets. So when you spawn passengers, you give them a ticket that says where they start and where they want to go, mm-hmm. and to track their anger, we give them literal airline peanuts. So if they get too many airline peanuts, they leave. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get bungee cords. And so the captain oh, of the yeah. plane will have so many bungee cords to pull people around the map. And like, so like 30 people will be, you'll see like, I've got videos of like all these people going into Denver and then going back out and then a bunch of people mm. getting delivered. And then like all of a sudden clearing up and like, cause it's still time. It's still like, you know, 30 seconds or 45 seconds mm. for, for everyone to move. Um, Yeah. I, I, it's, it's, it's kind of dumb, dumb fun, but it, but it actually, scales like the game actually scales to a live event wow but i've only run it a couple times
1: i mean i was that packed unplugged i missed that <laughs> i would have been all over that yeah. i love that it you was know, like 20 i love not I think the
0: first year first or second year hmm. i did
1: it okay. but um sorry sorry question about not boarding. well i mean uh there is a second edition yeah right what what is change what is different? oh the that was edition?
0: that was more of a, of a reprint we figured out how to fit a, a bigger map in the box ah, okay um And there was just a couple little typos to fix. Like there's a a quantity on one card that was wrong. And we put little, uh, little anger, anger stickers. So there's little, little angry faces to put on all the red cubes now. (laughs) Um, It was, it was kind of just like a little update. Uh, It wasn't, it was just, it was just kind of like we realized the, I mean, and, and people, you know, the board, people didn't really like the the smaller board. So we're just like, well, we, I think if we fold it this way, we can get it in there. Cool. So.
1: All right. So, I mean, but the, all this stuff is available on the Flowers game website. Yeah. You know, you yeah, can, yeah. Can, I, I mean, I need to
0: put a, I haven't actually put an item up for people to get the bigger board because you can actually fit the bigger board in the original box. Mm. Uh, but just contact me. I can get you one.
1: Cool. Cool. Alright, so uh we got role or uh, not roleplayer, but um paperback adventures coming up. We got uh, you know, uh, Burger Brothers 2 is making its way out to the the, the wilds and everything and yeah, I mean, game.
0: It's, it's it's tragic because half one container arrived and so half of the people got their game and okay. the other one has been stuck. And so there's the haves and haves not, and I feel I feel bad, but the the shipping situation just fell to pieces um the global the, the land
1: of covid i think that people are as long as you're co- communicate with them i think people are kind of like
0: yeah we, I, we I feel bad, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah we get it, but yeah we get it go we land of covid <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, let's get vaccinated let's get uh you know or you know back to back to yeah stuff, and i love know. to see
0: people at conventions you know so come say hi i love to talk, to chat so
1: absolutely so mr tim Fowers, thank you so much for stopping by the show
0: Oh, see you later
1: if you change your mind you can change the world so until next time later everybody thanks for
0: joining us again for the one stop co-op shop podcast check out our youtube channel at one stop co-op shop also join us for games and discussion on our discord channel you can support us on patreon at patreon.com onestop
1: one stop or leave us a review on itunes Thanks again and we'll see you next week for another top five list.